You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I had an amazing conversation with Morgan Lander and S.J. Jones about Kitty Pig. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! Hello and welcome to the Noise Direction podcast, where people who talk or spend too much time on punk tell you how to spend too much time on punk. I'm Matt Bacon here with my co-host, Scotty Tank Crimes. I might just talk you out of talking about punk today. Oh, gee. I mean, I've, I've, I've been through it the last week. So so if, this was, if there was ever going to be a week to talk me out of talking about punk, this is where we're at. Um, anyway... We're here. I want to thank I want to thank the the yeah. four listeners that noticed that we missed an episode last week. Oh, you guys are the real deal about that. Yeah, thanks, y'all. Like, I had like a whole travel conundrum, so I was trapped in Sarasota. If any of y'all are like crusties in Sarasota, finna hang, DM me. <laughs> and I um and then so we comboed. Matt Maddie was traveling. He got stuck in an airport one day. I think the last podcast we we did get off was actually from your grandma's pool, right? Yeah, I was at in, my grandma's in pool, Florida, yeah. and I yeah, and I because I was at my mother in law's pool too. So we were like, that was, yeah, that like was a, cool. Now we're a Miami Vice situation. Now we're back in our regular sesh. Uh, yeah, I got my second vaccine shot last week. Good. I'm super stoked. Um, really happy about that. I'll be fully fully vaxxed here um a week from today which is hey. we're recording on thursday uh for the listeners at home that will hear this on monday um i got super sick after the second shot man That's a big bummer. fever i felt hungover without the nausea like i had sure. the headache and like the scent the really bad hangover like when your skin is sensitive <laughs> like all your hair oh, yeah. follicles hurt yeah and then no, I-, I was like sore like the way so it felt like for our hardcore partying listeners you know when you wake up and you've blacked out and you don't know if you fell down some stairs got hit by a car on your bike or got in a fist fight but you know you're in a lot of pain and you fucked up that was really the feeling that I that I was and then um been there and then and then we pushed to the limit and on Sunday um I, I don't for a, for a myriad of reasons, I was overwhelmed by anxiety and a little bit of depression. And uh, I just wanted to call it. And uh, my good friend, Maddie, you know, sometimes when you want to cancel something because you're not in the right headspace, um, it can get worse because you start, if you're like me, then, then you start like adding on to like depression is like stress of like disappointing people who count on you or bumming yourself out and being worried if you're just going to feel worse tomorrow, if you don't complete your project of the day or whatever like that. And this is going to be subjective for everybody. Um, but I usually just shelve everything and, and Maddie was really cool. And I just said, man, I'm not, my head's out of the game today. I'm, I'm feeling pretty rough. And 
you know, when, when you're, when you psych yourself up to cancel something, you also are like waiting for the worst. And I know Maddie's a very thoughtful, sensitive man, but I just wasn't even in the headspace for him to be like, come on, dude, or whatever. Like, and Maddie was just like, oh man, I hope you're okay. I totally understand. I love you, buddy. And, um, we just, and just, you know, let it go. And we, we caught up the next day. And so here we are. So I'm proud of us for make, what do we make it a dozen episodes without missing yeah, one? Something like and that. And I yeah. originally thought, I had originally thought it was insane for us to try to do a weekly. I really thought a bi-weekly would be make more sense, but we really kicking ass, man. We're really doing it. So, um, we are. so there's, uh, okay. So there's three things I want to touch on two small things and one big thing before we get into the show. Okay. Two small things. One, I did some research. I think it's possible. We're going to get the douchey, uh, like drive time radio, so car horn soccer horn so this Olay. podcast in the next couple weeks is going to get dramatically dumber <laughs> um, and it's going to rule second i can talk about i this made maddie i made maddie say that out loud on the podcast so he wouldn't chintz out on getting it since he's exactly. the idea and i was like you have exactly. to get it so you have to bring it up on the pod because that our, our, our listenership will hold you to the fire on that one. Yeah, no, I know. I know you guys want to hear like air horns and like weird, like male orgasm noises. And then us sampling ourselves from before we're going to do it. 16 different farts from wet to dry, from wide to narrow. Coming to your podcast. That's what you need. Drive board. time. <laughs> Traffic right. on the nines. Traffic on the nines. Weather <laughs> on the tens. Other two other things, right? One, I I can talk about it because this comes out on Monday. I got a really dope like Miami Vice linen suit in my bid to go from death metal guy to fashion influencer, and expect to see it at every festival for the next two years. Matt Bacon and linen suits. It's coming. That'll be nice. You act like it's this big jump or whatever. Like you just, just like you were a crust punk yesterday and now you're getting No, I mean, there's like, there's, there's a transition. Like I was in dad sweaters all, all winter. Okay. You know, I just, I'm really stoked on the linen suit. Like I didn't think I was going to do it. And then like my best friend who's also named Scotty was like, yeah, bro, we should do linen suits this summer. And I was like, okay. Pull the trigger. Yeah. Let's go. Miami Vice. Second. This is what you, happens when you get stuck in Florida for three extra days because your flight gets canceled. Exactly. You end you're up like, in linens. <laughs> like, man, I could really drape myself in velvet over here. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, if you if you get that reference, uh, DM me and I'll give you a prize. Um, anyway, there's another big thing. The biggest thing that happened this week, a triumph for tank crimes. What did I do? Sold out, so it fucked up. Oh yeah, we sold out the fucked up record. Yay. I, 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 so I wanted a month. I I put, I th hoped we were gonna do that in a month, um, and we did it in like four days. So that was really cool. And the pressing plants are so fucked. And, so bad. Um, we explained that like I have other records actually farther along in production that I haven't even announced yet, but for a list of reasons. Uh, we had to get the, the pre-orders for the fucked up up last week. Um, so I was actually able to add more records to the first press. 
because we are still in line to get into production. Um, so that's good news. Pressing plants are so backed up. There's actually a maximum. You are not allowed to yeah, uh, order more than there. You are maxed out. You can do as much, um, like print work as you want. So you can print extra jackets. And I know this isn't going to affect a lot of our listeners, but uh, 3000 uh, vinyl is the top number they're letting anybody put out right now. And uh, we have now maxed that out with the fucked up record for the first press. So that's, that's pretty cool. And uh, so if we keep selling, the more we've listed, um, we might run into problem, but that's fine. Anything past 3k will go into second press territory. And uh, what I did, and we've talked about this on the pod before, and uh, I know a lot of, of record buyers, but also record sellers, specifically independent stores, are really happy about this and more labels should think about it. I pressed a retail-only edition that has not sold out. We did not put it for sale because no matter how crazy pre-orders go, it is so important to me as a label, uh, to the band as a band, for this record still to be widely available in stores and distros worldwide yeah. upon its release. Yeah. So if you have a hyped record that you know the pre-orders are going to fly, you're going to run out of variants, stuff like that, please consider having more records that are not available on your online store from the band or the label that can then be then can still ship out for your street date um so you're not just releasing you know a record that sold out on to spotify on the street date right that's kind of anticlimactic to me yeah um and it puts at ease all the people that are freaking out because they're missing out on vinyl variants or they don't want to pay the overseas shipping or just different stuff like that it's a it's not, you know, always going to be appropriate, but for when you're working with a bigger band that has a, a pretty rabid fan base and you know you're going to sell a lot of records, this is really a, a cool thing to do. And we've actually, <coughs> the Necrot record had uh, 1,000 copies for retail in each of the three pressings. And yeah. uh, in the second pressing, I ended up having to grab some of those and put them in our stores because we had a bunch of vinyl on uh, doing sea freight coming over uh, by yeah. water. And so I did have to pull some of the second ones, but then on the third press, the, the full thousand is all gone out to retail and is not available from us. Um, just as a, just so, as a side note, one of, the, one of the sounds we definitely need for our, for our keyboard is like a bong hit sound. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> I can make that sound. I have a juggalo bong. Of course you do. What do you, you'd put that on when I like won't stop talking when I'm like, no, no, I just think, I just think, no, because like anytime anyone coughs, we should just play bong sounds. Oh, there you go. Um, anyway, so yeah. So that was our triumph. And now Maddie is trying to little behind the scenes. Um, Maddie is trying to figure out how we're going to run ads through Facebook for a band with a cuss word in their title. And I, there's a cuss actually, word in all the buy links and there's a cuss word on all the images. And yeah. uh, we're navigating this right now. Yeah, and so and so here's uh, my solution. I kind of I kind of talked to you about this on the phone a little bit, but can I share my solution with the fans? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want the, I want people to know. So here's what we're gonna do. 
Okay, so first of all, the buy link. So basically, I'm going to try a bunch of different things and see what sneaks through. But my initial plan is get the product video, um, refer to the band as effed up, right? And link just to the tank crimes page where fucked up is the top thing, right? But but not the direct link, which has fucked up in the URL. Exactly. So that's our first Got idea. it. So that's, so that's, that's how we're cheating. I've put it on the front of my main page so you can click yeah. it without going to the direct link, but you won't miss it. There's yeah. no way you can miss it if you click the first one. And then if it's a real disaster, you know, and if it gets stopped, then we're going to just test different things. So then we're going to try, okay, let's try the album art on its own without the band name on, on the picture and see what it says, you know, or we'll, you know, or we'll try just a picture of the vinyl and we'll just make it just clear. the vinyl, I think might work. Yeah. With their logo. That's what's cool yeah. about fucked up is that, uh, they have a very recognizable logo so we, that we can use without putting cuss words on the, on the screen exactly. if we need that's to. Kind of, so that's kind of my idea. So there's going to be some troubleshooting and selling a thousand records in the first three days really gave us some freedom here because yeah. it's kind of a gravy train from here on out. Exactly. So we're good. Anyway. We actually had a topic to get into today. And I actually oh, you want to have a podcast? Today? Yeah, we, yeah, we think we should have a podcast. You think we should have a podcast or should we just call it here? Did we get, oh, well, did anyone send us questions or did we not push oh, yeah. that hard enough? I, I, have, I have questions. I just forgot. Okay, um, well, we're getting but, to your questions. Yes, we're getting to your questions. If you have questions, send them. I promise they'll be answered eventually. I'm not Send them to Maddie. Being alive. Matt at dropoutmedia.net, at bacons.bits on Instagram. Uh, at bacon.bits on Twitter. Um, anyway, so today's topic. We need it like a today's topic sound too. Um, today's boy, topic. Boy, 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 Okay, it was based on a call I had earlier today, actually, uh, with a client of mine who I really like, and we were talking about networking online on the web this is oh you know what you know what other sound effect we need like snoring like sleeping when we have a <laughs> when we have a boring topic you can be like networking online and i'll be like <laughs> i feel like i don't even need like we just need we just need you i don't even need a keyboard <laughs> fuck spending 30 bucks let's get scotty to just make all the noises um anyway so what i was trying to get at was networking online because this is something really hard it's something that's still important even post-covid because you know for better or for worse some of us live in rural areas some of us can't you know go to every show because we have like a real job or we have a job that doesn't let us like do things like that you know so networking online okay i have some i tactics. have um actually have some, some tactics go ahead shoot go i just i wanted to throw in i actually have some uh, I've met some people during COVID online that we, I have like tentative plans to hang out with, uh, post COVID. Well, I will be fully vaxxed next week. I don't know how, where everybody else is, but I mean, I've met some people like in the game that, uh, I've been impressed by, uh, and want to, um, to hook up with in the real world. Yeah. Looking forward to that. You know, I'm in the same, I've made some really good connections. I've gotten some pretty big clients 
purely online over the COVID time. Yeah. Um, you know, really, and really like kind of fostered stronger connections with my like OG black metal brethren. Um, so let's talk about this. Okay. So you're talking about like players you got in touch with, like names, right? How did you do that? I, well, I don't know. This is where I think, I, I think this, what's, what makes this topic interesting is I think that you and I disagree on some of the tactics, not like on the motives or like the whole idea. Um, but I just want to say, I don't, do, do people's like personal Instagrams have three folders for the DMs? Yeah, or it's no? a fucking nightmare. Okay. Instagram DMs are a fucking nightmare. I get my like primary ones and my general ones, two folders, which I have no idea what what algorithm decides who's a primary. I think, and who's I think a general. primary is people you follow back. Okay. All right. So then there's two folders, right? Then there's a whole third request folder, which is a, a whole nother. So I got a third folder. And then now, the three folders isn't as bad. The number one thing that also fucks it up is that when you reply, when I finally get to somebody's message and reply to it, it bumps it back up to the top of the page, which is yeah. fucking stupid. And then the worst, and, and this is flat out the number one reason why I don't even see hundreds of messages is that in, if someone replies a fucking fire emoji to a story, that gets its own billing in my inbox, just like an important message. And so if we, I got like a poppin' ass story that gets like hell of emoji replies and shit, um, then it's just drowned out. Like if you send me a DM on the same day, I have like a hot story, which I know that sounds stupid, but it's so true. Uh, like I'll never fucking find it because people sent a bunch of fucking heart eyes to me and I can't get it. So did, did you see, did you see the T-Pain thing that happened last week? Uh, oh, he just discovered the third photo, right? Or the yeah. third folder. Yeah. He didn't even know it existed. And he has all these yeah, messages I was feeling from like that hard. J-Lo and it was like, ah. Okay. And how fucked up is the algorithm that T-Pain can get a, a, a blue checkmark message from fucking JLo and they put it in his other folder or whatever. Like, I mean, that's just, so that's a good example. Like how am I going to fucking keep up with fucking shit stain Shane 69's message when like fucking Dr. Dre's message can't get through to me properly. Yeah, well, you know, it's like, it's like the time. Do you remember the time I got like that shout out on TikTok from like a Vogue model? Uh, I remember you telling me about it. I still haven't yeah. checked out TikTok, but like I didn't think you like I yeah like shit like that just gets fucking drowned, you know. Now, uh, shout out Coca Roja. Uh, you know, I got you. You're like the you're like the the punkest uh, Vogue model now, I guess. Um, how did you get How did you get that woman's attention? She literally saw one of my TikToks and then just like made her own version of it. Oh, sick. Yeah, and I was like, oh, that's tight. And, like, my grandma knew who it was and thought it was, like, the sickest thing. And I was like, this is dope, you know? And is that why – let me let me help you plug your one of your favorite social medias that I'm completely naive about. 
Is that one of the benefits of TikTok, like that organic reach that somebody like some like high end blue check mark can just see fucking Matt yeah, Bacon's like, fucking like, bacon bit? Like, yeah, like I'm like getting like organic outreach from like players out of yeah. these bits. You know, like like names are like hitting me up in a way that never happened on TikTok. Like it happened a little on TikTok. But you mean it's this is on TikTok. Or sorry, yeah, sorry. It happened a little on Instagram yeah. that I got like real outreach, but like the outreach on TikTok is like in terms of like people I'm connected to has been greater in a year than three years on Instagram. But yeah. Anyway, so, so for those for people scratching yeah. their head, you know how not even all your Facebook followers or Instagram, about 10% of the people that follow you will see your post. When we're talking about organic reach like that. Um, it's like, so on TikTok, which I still haven't dipped my toes into, you're getting, you're getting exposed beyond your followers as opposed to being suppressed even within your followers. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess this is a good growth hack for the actual social media company who knows when they'll, they'll flip the switch and start charging you, which is inevitable, but. But this is a separate conversation. Okay, so anyway, so networking. Okay, so you got these three folders. It's a bitch. They're very hard to sort. You know, that's like another thing that frustrates me to no end with cats on amps is like, I'm just trying to sort through all the cat picks and it's just a bitch, you know? And I know that great cat picks get lost all the time. So how do you penetrate? How do you penetrate? If you're trying to get in touch with someone on Instagram, what do you do? I have some ideas. What do you think? Well, here's what I think. I, I think that it's, that it's where people fuck up is um, not realizing the familiarity you can bring to an account you want to be in touch with by commenting on their posts, right? Yep. So when I'm digging through fucking 150 DMs, if I see a, a little fucking, you know, um, a little photo that I recognize your profile pic or a screen name that I recognize because this person is like engaging with the stuff that I post, I'm more likely to recognize that and also feel like, like, I don't feel like I have to reply to everybody who reaches out to me. I know Um, I know Maddie does a really good job of trying to communicate with every single person that reaches out to him. I don't think that just because you took the fucking two seconds to click message on my homepage that I need to like, um, you know, like take, I guess, I don't know. I don't want to sound like a dick, but you, I just, I'm, I'm busy. Right. And I'm not even like some fucking superstar. So if you're trying to get a hold of somebody fucking huge, um, I think that like you're not going to get very far just sliding into DMs. And I know that even like social media gurus uh, like Gary V style or whatever will tell you that, you know, it's the odds of it. So it's like, okay, we'll just DM a hundred people. But if one guy gets back to you, it could be the the one DM that changes your life. Like I'm not playing the lottery over here, man. I want to put in work and get paid back for your real work, you know? Yeah, Um, yeah, but also, um, you know, I I DM'd you out of the blue, but but here's the thing is I had already generated your interest. Yeah, we had, we, I, we, something happened before the DM. Well, actually, remember we were both DMing each other at the same time because yeah, I was giving was you like, encouragement. And you were like, oh, cool. You just followed me. Thanks. You're great. Yeah. I had your records in high school. 
but uh yeah but like this is the thing right is like when you're creating sort of like meaningful quality content it becomes a lot easier to kind of do that outreach right because it's like here's part of the game right is like someone shoots me a dm if they don't look legit i'm a lot less likely to reply you know, so it's like part of part of the strategy is having good looking stuff so that you can actually get that reply. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so but to that point, if I've already if I've already seen you like hanging out on my page, like that you follow my stuff and you're doing yeah. something, then I don't have to like go in and like, um, you know, micro scrutiny your fucking your what the content you share to see if I think that you are legit or that maybe this person, maybe I want to give this person my time again. Yeah. I don't want to, I'm trying really hard here to not sound like an asshole that's full of myself. It's just extremely difficult to keep in, to no, keep in touch with everybody. Well, Cause especially when you're a label, there is just, and this is especially true for labels is there is no end of people who are not appropriate, are not appropriate fit for tank crimes much less like who know anything about tank crimes hitting them up for you know for for record deals like i some I'm people connected. whose sound doesn't match anything i've done like maybe it's like extreme metal like will spend a lot of time trying to get me to listen to their demo yeah like, and it's I, like I, bro I like get tank crimes notifications i see this stuff like it's fucking depressing you know and it's like and it's this is everywhere and the you know right I mean? fit does exist that's the thing about doing your homework yeah the right fit exists out there for you um but if you're barking up the wrong tree all the time you might burn yourself out like the worst i would hate to hear like somebody like oh you know we were trying really hard uh but then you know i, I couldn't get tank crimes to dm me back so we fucking i you know it took all the wind out of my sails or whatever like don't don't do that. Yeah. Don't be discouraged by someone else not responding. Basically, you know, in the words of Ice T, you played yourself. You played yourself. Yeah, but there's there's like a there's like a run the jewel song that's something like that. But anyway, um yeah. So this is kind of the point, right? Is like, you want to hit people up who are relevant. Now, here's my big thing, okay? And my one of my secrets to getting replies to DMs outside of having a good looking account that engages. I Linen try, suits. Linen suits, right? Because people look and they're like, oh shit, this guy's got like a Miami Vice thing going on. Better send him a text back. You know, that guy. This guy's got a big honking hog of a cigar chomping in his yeah tooth. exactly like this guy's like an exec he's got the fucking like i found out that i can use a watch i can use one of my watches as like it's called a, a statement piece so i've been like examining different watches next to the, the color of fabric like i'm excited about this suit dude i see you chomping on that cigar and i'm just hoping i can run in to like a, a bouncer at a show that could give me the information about where your limousine's going to be driving to so i can fucking beam my fucking demo from a, a satellite down into your limo tv that's the plot of Wayne's world, Mr. Big.
Chris Farley, RIP. <laughs> Sorry, I was trying to drink and he made me laugh. Um, no, but what I wanted to say is one of the really best ways, this has historically been one of the best ways to get in touch with someone, is ask a smart question. <laughs> oh, I love it. In my comments, in my comments too. Yeah. I know you or, want to go right to the DM. Yeah. Ask me smart questions. I reply, I try to reply to all thoughtful comments. Yeah. And so here's in the fact, thing. Here's I'm the like thing. probably here's, 95% good at that. Here, here, here's, here's like the, here's the real things that, that I've been doing. Okay. Is anytime I read a book from like a smart person, very frequently that person's email will be somewhere in the book. And I send emails to every single author I read whose email I can find. And I wind up in some really great conversations with like known authors like Mark Golston, who wrote this amazing book called Listen, which is like sort of how to win friends and influence people for the 21st century. Like, mm -hmm. I just started emailing that guy one. I just sent him an email one day and I was like, I read your book. I think you're really cool. Uh, just wanted you to know, uh, here's my thoughtful question. And he answered, and now we email every once in a while. Hmm. That's like part of how I got in touch with Blasco, I think, was just like, hey, like, here's a thoughtful question for you. You know, like. Which also shows that you were like, that like you, you had listened to Blasco's content or you had read this author's book. Right, yeah, exactly. Not and just like, what thing. can you do for me? Not, hey, what can you do for me? I'm a person, I exist, I'm on the internet, hook me up. The and I say this, I say this as someone who generates more content to help other people than almost anyone else. Right? Like that's true. It looks, it, is like, it looks exhausting. Like you click over to my Instagram and it's like, oh my God, this guy has some sort of helping people autism. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And like, yeah, but also that's a big part, right? Like that's a big part of what gets people to like want to reply back. But regardless, like the smart question, you know, is so valuable. And so here is a smart question hack. I was talking about this on live the other day with my friends in Capra, number 35, new artist, number 27, hard music. Um, hey, oh, um, those guys, do they got a tour booked? Do they got a tour yes, booked? They, yes, they do, but you should put cool. them on a tour. You should put them on a fucked up tour or something. Um, I, I don't, don't think do you're that, in charge of that. Yeah, noted. I was to say. Um, but I was talking about this with them the other day. One of the guy who sold me my first ever guitar, Chris Venomcore, really good friend of mine. Um, but he sold me my first ever guitar when I was like 13. And one of his tactics, I took him to meet my boy Phil from Def Leppard. And what he did was he, what? Where's the, no I just, we need a noise thing for when Maddie Bacon casually name drops superstars. Oh yeah, you know, just you know, Phil Collins. We, I, I, you know, we know each Either other. Either way, if you don't take me to meet your buddy Phil from Def Leppard one of these days, okay. Um, well, well I worked with him like five years ago, so this was like back in the day when we worked together. Six years ago, geez. Um, but uh, before the bacon brand really took off, when you were just yeah. working with bands like Def Leppard. When I, yeah, I was working on a side <laughs> project to be clear, but yeah, um, it was a solo effort, right? Yeah, yeah. Got it. But anyway, so I, t I take my boy to meet my buddy Phil, and he did one of the most agile networking tactics I've ever seen. He didn't ask him about music. He asked him about gear. 
right? He asked him about a technical aspect of his work, not fanboy shit. And because Chris works at a music store, Chris knows a lot about gear, right? He's not just like, oh, your marshals are sugar cool. Like, he's the gear buyer at a music store and like, that is his job, right? So he did two things. That is a, I love that tip. I love that tip. He did, he did two things Musicians love here. gear. Yeah, he did they two love important gear. things here. But in general, two important things, okay? One, he identified a common interest that he was 99% sure they would share, right? Gear, okay. Two, he didn't ask about something that he always gets asked about. He asked a high level technical question, right? Which is much more compelling than how do you play solo so good, you know? Because yes. you can even ask, how do you play solo so good in a smart way? You could say, oh, I noticed you really lean into that Dorian scale for your licks. How did you come into that? Yeah, all of a sudden the eyebrows are lifted at it when you, know, you take the question up like that, right? Like, oh, shit. Yeah. Like, for example, okay, so it when you lean into somebody's special interests too, so this can even go beyond music. I know that Maddie... Maddie is such a team player. Didn't you like, didn't you do a crash course on football so you can hang out in Germany during World Cup? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like shit my, like me, that? Me and my boy Andrew played a bunch of FIFA and then I learned all the facts about the German team. And, uh, and then I was just, I just had him. And everyone was like, wow, like you really like know about soccer. And I was like, yeah, like, cause I want to talk to you about things you care about. So I'm going to learn every Bayern player's name <laughs> and we can talk about Bayern and you're going to be stoked and I'm going to be stoked because I, you know, I have my French teams I support and my Premier League team, Man City forever, you know, and yeah. And then, like, so, but there's lazy ways to do it that don't work. Like, so with me, like people who like follow all my shit know that I, I love ska, right? I love all three waves of ska. I'm a huge proponent. There we go. We're back um, on ska. If, Last week, if you last dig episode, a little, we didn't have ska. That was a problem. Yeah, we got to bring did. it back. This is a ska cast. But um, one of the, so if here's the difference: tag me in a ska meme that I've seen a hundred times. Lazy. Oh, let's do tired and wired. Tired, tagging me in a ska meme on someone else's page as some way to some way to bro down with me. Tired, wired. Asking me if I like the new Slackers remasters they did over at Mammoth Sound last year for Pirates Press. Yeah, and also Why? like realize too where people sit, right? So like I was thinking about this the other day, okay? And think about where you sit in your relationship with people. So the other day, uh, Trevor Sternad from Black Dahlia tagged me in like a Jimmy Buffett meme, which like is good Tired. because like I'm really... No, that's wired because I'm really into Jimmy Buffett and we're like actually friends. So it makes sense and it's fun, right? But if you- I've told someone, all my friends that they have to screenshot the ska meme and text it to me. Yeah, but so yeah, so this is the point, right? Is like for people who, you know, like think about it. Like think like, oh, you know, these people probably get tagged in a million things. 
So unless I know them personally, let me not tag them. Let me send it to them or or like I like the I like when people tag me in a story with a meme that's really relevant because then I can share it to my stories. You know, um, I think, you know, so like stuff like that. Now, okay, so we don't have a lot of time left because we're spending a lot of time on the intro. Um, but, I just tend um, to prefer the intros. That's my favorite part. I tune out oh, yeah. after that mostly. Because <laughs> that's when we, that's when we're like growing down and being <laughs> the boys. Um, but, um, you know, like, so I just want to say, I just want to kind of break down some of the core lessons here. Okay. So oh, don't lessons. ever people, you know, what else I never check is, uh, I never go on Facebook ever. Yeah, no, Facebook and DMs are a fucking disaster. My Facebook messenger <laughs> last time I checked it, like, I don't even know, but always like this, like, dude, fucking hitting up my personal Facebook with some fucking tank crime shit. If we're not friends in real life, that's a real, I, that's like a huge turnoff to me. Yeah. Also. But even like, and also like the, the Facebook message, the Facebook page messenger thing is like really wonky and not great. Um, like I, I don't even know where to look at those messages. I, I periodically get a notification for someone's message to the tank crimes one. And I'm just like, nah. so yeah, let it be known. Well, here's the other thing. You can look at the page and see that the only posts on there are shares from the Instagram, right? Yeah. Yeah. And if you go to my personal page, you might, I haven't even logged on since my birthday. I was cracking up with my wife, like, oh, I missed the biggest Facebook day of the year. And now it's been way too many months to go in and say thank you to everyone. But <laughs> like, regardless, regardless, the point, the point I'm trying to make here, okay, is a couple key, couple key things, right? Hit people in places they're likely to reply, okay? Talk to them about things they are interested in in a high level way. And finally, of course, the obvious one everyone always says, but that we need to say, <clears throat> if you can get an intro, it's always better. Always better with an intro. Man, I just got, I was trying to hook up a, trying to hook up a friend's label uh, with distribution. Um, and I actually, I haven't called them back yet to let them know because I got a disappointing thing. When I got into the orchard, it was actually an awesome, the orchard is my distributor, listeners. Uh, of my main distributor, excuse me. Uh, when I got in there, it was a double team of um, Jake from Pure Noise Records and Dave from TP Records gave a double team to the managing operator at the time, like whatever, a decade ago, um, that got that attention, that got my foot in the door. And honestly, where the label was at at the time, it was, um, I don't want to say risk, but I mean, it was like, I was not, quite there and because i had these couple shout outs and the proper introduction the guy took a chance on me um which ended up being like a smart move you know uh, yeah. it ended up paying off you know because i put in the work um i just found out they fucking i was like who do i talk to about hooking up my friend like i want to do an introduction and so since i've been with the orchard they were bought by sony and um, I haven't noticed that much on my end. Like actually one of my, like they had to restructure and they brought people over from red. So I actually like a couple of people I used to work with got laid off, but beyond that, I didn't notice much, but now there's no way for me to like, just be like, Hey, this is my bro. Uh, check out his label because it's all automated forms. 
Wah. Wah. Yeah, sorry. I don't know how this that helps this discussion. It's something anyway, on my so mind. the point being, do see if you can try to get an intro, you know, and that and that's sort of the final point here, right? Oh yeah, the intro. It's like intro. so often, you know, like I actually did this earlier this week where um, you know, like and I talked about I was talking about this with the band about for tour booking, right? Is like you're not gonna get from a local promoter, you're not gonna get a hot response if you just send them a DM and they're like, hey, do you want to book my death metal band? You know, but what will get you a response is you go, okay, we're this band is from Columbus, right? They have friends in Pittsburgh and they want to play Philadelphia, you know. And let's pretend they don't know me because I live in Philadelphia. I know a bunch of people, but they want to play in Philadelphia. Well, then you go ask your friend in Pittsburgh, hey, who do you deal with in Philadelphia? Who's your guy? Who's your gal? You know what I mean? Who, like, who's hooking it up? Who hooks and like, it up? As you grow, you're going to meet people who know everyone in a certain scene, right? So, like, I had to get in touch with a band from Ohio the other day. So, I texted Workers, who I signed to Blacklight Media and Metal Blade, who know everywhere, like, scene kings in Ohio, right? And I was like, hey, I need to know these people. Bam. And that's the thing, right? It's like there's a flywheel effect of your network where, like, you get to a point where you're like, oh, okay. I need everyone in Texas, Steve, let me hit him up. I need anyone in California, Scotty Tank Crimes, boom, right? And you like, that's how you grow, but you have to just keep reaching out at scale and just using who you know and asking who they know and trying to come up with cool things, you know, and going from there. So don't be annoying, ask, th ask thoughtful questions, get introductions, you know, look at things geographically and look at things in terms of probability, like, oh, hey, a Pittsburgh band probably knows someone in Philadelphia who could help them out. And uh, then I think you're And that's to get a somewhere. wrap, baby. That's a yeah. wrap. That's a good one. Hey, there you guys, go. please send episode. us some questions because I don't want to do like. Let's do we, an we episode that's not about questions, not about merch or social media or or networking like let's do one yeah this or but like give me some other shit i don't want to talk about social media for like three episodes um yeah. because no, we're gonna talk about because, other stuff yeah yeah this isn't on maddie you know me and maddie oh, we yeah. fucking flip a coin about five seconds before we hit recording and start saying what we are because we've just got this laundry list of of topics that that we we hope are interesting to people and we hope we can shed some light on but uh let's go direct man let's go direct baby yeah, next week's, next week's episode, jazz rap. If you want to talk to me off of the podcast, please leave a comment on one of my photos or reply to a tweet or even tweet at me. I will see that much Twitter, easier than any networking. type of DM. I love Twitter is the networking hub. There you go. Um, I love and be, you know, and all the being other on things. Twitter shows you're a motivated band. Yeah, motivated to retweet my tweets. Show me, there show me love. Go. There you go. <laughs> show Scotty some love. There we go. This has been Noise Direction. We will catch you next week. Hello, Tom May here, host of Future Friday. I've spent the last 15 years on the road with my band, The Menzingers, where I've met all kinds of wild and fascinating people. So I started a podcast. On Future Friday, I talk to fellow musicians about the moments that made them, their passions outside of music, and the curiosities that tie us all together. 
I've also talked to the likes of UFO researchers, magicians, soldiers, and documentary filmmakers, and I'm constantly searching for folks that can shape and change our view of the world. You can check out Future Friday wherever you like.